Well, it's 2024, and as they say, new year, new you, I suppose. So what's a better way to start off the new year than going on a trip or planning a trip? Yeah. And what's the easiest way to take this trip that you just decided to take? You're welcome. Head over to our friends at Zip Travel Company, and they will help you plan this trip. So not only will they help you plan your trip, it's also no cost to you. They'll help you plan your itinerary. Mm-hmm. They'll also look for deals for you. So when you book, if there's discounts that happen later on or anything else that can save you money, they will actually help you do that so you can save money and they will look out for deals for you all the time. Because let's face it, it can be confusing to book a trip to uh, Orlando or anywhere else in the world. So these travel experts will help you plan your trip, guide you through the whole process, and it's completely free. If you head on over to travelwithzip.com, there's a form there you can fill out. They will get in touch with you. Just let them know whatever plans you have or if you're just looking for deals, they'll also let you know that as well. And on top of that, if you do book a trip through this link, travelwithzip.com, and because you're a listener of the show, we'll give you some goodies as well. So Zip will leave you a goodie bag at your hotel, which sometimes we even get those, which is always a great thing to have on your trip. But we'll also give you a free t-shirt and you'll get $10 in shop credit that you can use for CTM Apparel or 1901 Candle Company products as well. So go to travelwithzip.com to book your trip today. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. How are you? I'm doing well, doing very well. This is the CTM Universal show, where we talk about all things Universal Studios. And Islands of Adventure. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, the, that's the confusing thing, is like Universal Studios is also all-encompassing of all the parks, but it also is called, like, that's the name of one of the parks. So it's like kind of confusing. I guess the way you could put it is like Universal Florida. Well, it's Universal Studios Florida is is the official name of the park. But then the the land would be just Universal Studios. It's a little confusing, but yes. Everything encompassing, including the future Epic Universe. Yes. It's included there as well. And I suppose, I mean, it's not Florida, but we do have that kids park going into Texas. Frisco, right? Frisco, Texas. Yes, Frisco, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so normally Jamie hosts the Universal show, but given our topic today, which is kind of funny because Jamie is, I think you get it now. I get it. But you okay. don't like We it. don't have to, we don't have to like <laughs> so, dwell on the fact that I we, am not understanding what it is. Jamie's but, brain okay. didn't like the tier, I guess, model, is that how you say it? Is that a, is that a fancy way of saying talking. model? <laughs> Just say model. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll host today. But as Jamie always likes to start the show with, with a question. I do. So we talked about on the Disney show about all the things we're looking forward to in 2024. Um, with Universal, it's a little bit different because they, you know, they run their, their parks differently. So they don't announce a lot of stuff ahead of time. So what are, however many things you're looking forward to in 2024 at Universal Studios? I am really looking forward to the new DreamWorks land that's in develop like they're constructing it right now, mm-hmm. right by ET. I, I'm excited for that for our kids because I know they're really going to love this land and there's a lot of APs in the land that they really enjoy, like trolls. 
And even though they haven't seen Shrek, they still like the Shrek characters. And so I think they're really excited for that. And I'm excited for them. So yeah. I think that'll be great to have another part of the park be just focused solely on kids. And they're the great age for it. So I, I'm, that's what I'm most excited about, I think. I, I am as well looking forward to DreamWorks Land. I think, yeah, the troller coaster. I think our kids yes. are going to love, especially our son, who yeah. he's obsessed with Poppy and Branch. Poppy Brish. That's how he says it. Um, yeah. And like, you know, obviously it's very kid, you know, focused and everything, but I feel like we could still enjoy it because we still like, we like trolls too. Yeah. And there's going to be some stuff like obviously in the way Universal works is they kind of don't tell you a lot of stuff mm-hmm. ahead of time. So you figure things out by looking at the construction. So we do know like they are building Shrek's house, which mm-hmm. my, the guess and the, the rumor, or I guess what I would call it is that, you know, they used to have over there by the Shrek show, I guess you would call it. They had the donkey in Shrek where you could meet him and donkey talked. Right. So there, I believe what they're going to do is move that aspect back there. So you're still going to have where you can go meet Shrek and the donkey will talk and interact with you, which I always thought mm-hmm. was really cool. So they'll have that. And then a Troller Coaster, I think, is a pretty much a given. And then there'll be some other things. I, I don't know. I'm curious. This is funny. I'm curious what they're going to do with the Curious George area. Oh, you're curious about the Curious George area. Yeah, yes. like what they're going to do. Because that area back there is actually pretty big. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a good footprint. I th- yeah. I If I were to guess, I think they're probably going to retheme that to something. But again, it's a it's a big thing back there. So um, the only thing I would add, I'm looking forward to more of whatever we're going to learn about Epic Universe. Because obviously, I've been looking at that a lot. Yeah. And so... You know, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I just want to preface this. But part of me thinks we could see AP previews. Um, I'm not going to say in 24. I would love it if that happened. But I think maybe early in 25. Uh, Just because if we go off of, you know, how things have worked in the past. And you went to Islands of Adventure before it officially opened. They were doing a soft opening back in the day. I guess I can talk about that real quick. Um, Okay, so the park officially opened. I want to say it was May 28th of 1999. I think that was the date, 28th, 29th. And we went to Universal as a family. I was, I think I was 13 or 14. Yeah, I think it was 14. And we we were going there anyway just to go to the Universal, just the Universal Studios side. And they were um, like asking people if they wanted to check out Islands of Adventure before it was opened. And we were there two weeks before it opened. Okay. So they were still testing the rides. They were still getting things ready. Not everything was open and running. Things were breaking down all the time, which they basically gave a disclaimer and said, this is going to happen, but you can experience it if you'd like to. Mm-hmm. And it was a great experience. So I really hope they do something like that with Epic Universe. I don't know if it'll be to that extent or if you'll, you'll have to like reserve a time and because people will, you know, kind of be looking forward to it, I guess. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that was my experience as a teen. Yeah. I've long held the theory they will do something. Now, I don't know how far in advance of an opening. Uh, The anticipated opening is like summer of 25. Mm -hmm. But I think they're going to do something early. First off, they've done that with, you know, they did that with the Minion Land. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, officially opened. But before that, about a month or two, it was, you know, quote unquote in rehearsal. I think is what they call it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm sure for a brand new theme park, they're going to want to get the kinks worked out, you know, before they open it to everybody. So I would assume yeah. this would happen. Now, who knows in terms of when and all that stuff like that. And I don't, I don't claim to know the inner workings of how that would go. 
but uh, hopefully we get some more you know hard details in 24 about everything like that and then yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm, one of the things I'm looking forward to is they're the, the rumor is the Epic Universe uh, Preview Center is going to open up. Yeah, we're actually going to talk about that yeah. here in a minute. And so. uh, I think hopefully with that, we get a little bit more, you know, obviously, I, I would assume with that, some concrete details about exactly what's going in and everything like that. So, but yeah, I would say that is uh, that's what I'm looking forward to as well. So, all right. All right. Well, today's show, uh, we do have some news we're going to talk about, and we're going to do a our uh, Universal Studios ride tier list. So mm-hmm. we'll explain a little bit more on what a ride tier is, if you're, or not, maybe a ride tier, a tier list is, because um, Jamie wasn't a really super aware of it. I wasn't super aware of it until a few months ago. So it's a little bit different way to kind of just do like, how do you rank rides? But I think it's kind of I like, I actually like, actually, you know, thinking about this before we started, I actually like it. So, well, it's a little I bit more, yeah, you're, it's an, instead of just being like top 10, it, it requires you to actually place them in sort of like more specific categories. Mm-hmm. So I get why people like it. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to do our Universal Studios ride tier list. So Universal but, Studios, Florida. Excuse me. Right. When I say Universal Studios, I just mean Florida. If I refer to another Universal Studios, I would say like Hollywood or something. But yes, yeah. in Florida. And this is rides and shows, by the way. So like attractions in general. Yes. All the things people love. All so but before we get to the news, I just want to remind everybody, if you're watching us on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to the channel as this uh, YouTube channel is very new. Uh, we just started putting the podcast episodes over here. So uh, it definitely help us out. And if you're listening on a podcast, uh, we'd please ask if you would uh, subscribe to the channel and leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. And if you'd like even more content, help contribute to the show, uh, you should check out Club 32, which is our private group, sort of like our own Patreon, where we have additional content and live streams like Cool Kids Kitchen, we have the Club 32 Speakeasy. There's the Club 32 show that we do every Tuesday where we hang out and chat with all the members and t- t- talk about it. Sometimes it goes off the rails, talk about random things in life. Who knows? But it's always a good time. And then we have meetups. You get 20% off of CTM Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products year-round. There's a private Facebook group, a private Discord. And uh, we're always looking to add some things in there as well in 2024 going forward as well. So anyways... You should check that out and go to ctmvip.com and we have monthly or yearly options. And if you do the yearly, you get a free t-shirt and you can even do a free trial if you want to try it out and see if it's for you. So, and when we're in the parks, we'll do live streams when we're trying stuff like room tours of of hotels and uh, things like that. So again, ctmvip.com is where you go if you'd like to join Club 32. So, Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the news. So what is the first one on the docket? Miss J- I'm gonna call you Miss Jamie. Miss Jamie. Okay. Um. So they are doing some interesting opening procedures for the days. Um. Of like specific hours for Universal Studios Florida Park. Um. So it's actually a delayed opening and blocking off some areas of the park. So from uh, Central Park, like right before, like in front of like La Bamba Cafe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that- right by the crepe. Place. The crepes place, yes. Yeah. From there all the way to London is blocked off. So for the first hour of the day, at least during the week, there you are not even allowed to go in that direction. So that means you won't be able to ride ET. You won't be able to do um, the Simpsons ride. You can't do Men in Black. You can't do the um, Twirl and Hurl. So basically, you can't even step foot in those areas. They just have it blockaded off. It's interesting and they're blocking it all off. I suppose 
at least my thinking is they just they don't want to if if you just have that open where you can walk around but people are going to want to go up and do the rides and then they're going to have complaints about well, why isn't this open like i feel like it might cause more confusion and they just instead of just shut the whole thing down well they have done that in the past where i think et wasn't opening until like 10 but the the areas weren't closed right you could just walk through it it was a big deal i think this is and we had talked about this before the show i think this is because of staffing i think they don't oh, want to sure. staff the areas that would serve like food and drinks and gift shops and what stuff uh, whatnot that are not attractions and just to kind of you know allocate people everywhere else and save some money so it's like it's fine especially during january because january kind of like, it really drops off in crowds especially during the week um, so they really don't need probably to keep it open. Well, it's the slow season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and we've talked about it too with 2024 universal could have, I'm not going to say a problem, but where a lot of people that are looking to go to universal may say, sit there and go, I'm going to wait until Epic universe opens. I think you're, especially now we're getting to like almost, you know, they haven't said officially when it's opening, but the assumption is at least sometime in 2025 summer of 25 would be. Probably they're, I think that's what they've said in the past. Mm-hmm. So now you're running into almost a year away before this opens. And there's a lot of anticipation for it. A lot of people yeah. looking forward to it. And yeah. I know a lot of people personally that have told me, oh yeah, I'm going to go whenever Universe, Epic Universe opens. Or I'm going to get my AP whenever Epic Universe opens. So I think Universal could, you know, we'll see how it affects it as the year goes along. But mm-hmm. I could see that being something that, you know, in the short term could hurt them. But in the long term, obviously, Epic Universe will be a good thing for them. But yeah. a lot of people may yeah. postpone, you know, trips because of it. It makes sense. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. What's the uh, next news story we have? Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is that the Universal Legacy Store that sits on CityWalk is uh, it's closed as of January 7th. And that opened in 2021, I believe. And that featured, uh, featured Back to the Future. It featured Jaws. Um I think it had E.T. in there. Yeah, it was just, I mean, as the source of the legacy, a lot of retro. A lot of older, older movies stuff, and yeah. IPs. Yeah, so it was, it was basically selling stuff from those IPs. And um, so, so it has closed. And now the rumor is, it's not confirmed, but the rumor is that it will become an Epic Universe preview center. So if it does, that's going to be the place to go to get all your info. Now, when it would open, we don't know if it's even going to happen. So, uh, but uh, it looks to be like a good place for it because if you're if you're walking from the security area into City Walk, like if you're walking, like say you're walking towards Islands, it's basically on the left across from that uh, Coca Cola mm-hmm. area in the middle, it's right next to Big Fire. Yeah, it's like right there, so yeah. it's really easy to get. It's to. a high traffic spot. In yeah, I mean, it's interesting because that's a pretty big space. For just a preview center, perhaps potentially. It depends on how much of that space they use. Mm-hmm. But my other question, which we were talking about, just well, we so sometimes we just talk about this stuff when we're just in our day to day lives. We sure do. I was like, <laughs> I'm really curious if they're going to start selling Epic Universe merchandise ahead of an opening. I would, because I think people would buy it, like Super yeah. Nintendo World stuff, like whatever they announce. That you know, like we have having done a lot of the construction progress, like we know what's going in. Universal just hasn't come out and said specifically. Mm-hmm. The only thing we know right. that's been confirmed is Super Nintendo World, but we know it's Universal Monsters, Wizarding World, 
How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, there's a giant hand holding a <laughs> wand. Right. You know. Set, like, on the top. Right. right. There's a whole yeah. land of dragons and things. Yeah. And, you know, there's a Viking <laughs> and a wall. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess when they finally officially announce it, which I would assume when you have the preview center that they would, unless they're still going to be vague about this stuff. But I don't know. I think I wouldn't be surprised if they do sell some merchandise ahead of time because, I mean... I think the demand is there for it, but either yeah. way, that'll be cool if they do, you know, put that in there. Obviously, yeah. it would be a short-term thing, and I wonder if this space will just become sort of a short-term, you know, almost like a legacy store outside of the parks even. They just rotate it. I don't know. I mean, they had the retro tribute store, what was it, last summer? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I think if they do, yeah, like something like that would be great. I think that would be a cool idea. I mean, yeah. the retro stuff is cool, but again, I don't know how much of a demand there is for just year-round retro I stuff. agree with you know that. I agree with like that. I love it but at the same time when you finally get it I, I don't know if you're really going back and want to get more I still enjoy my back to the future lounge fly well, I'm very happy about that of course so yeah. yeah uh oh I have a feeling on our tier list that back to the future will come back up into conversation uh maybe Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll. Revenge. Uh, <laughs> all right. What's the next news story? Um, so Circus McGurkis is uh, going to reopen soon after a lengthy refurbishment. And it's probably be going to be moving to mobile order only. So Circus McGurkis is the restaurant that is sits right outside of One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, and Islands of Adventure. It's been closed for... Couple months now, mm-hmm. and um, you can see the inside of it if you are go on the high in the skies trolley, so you can kind of see what it looks like inside. And there's no like chairs or tables in there yet, but you can see that they have taken out the buffet area, so there's no longer the area like self serving, like food stuff. So all of the food serving, all the food preparation is done behind scenes. You can't see it, and um, the way they the the restaurants configured, they're thinking like okay. It's just going to be like one of those things that like Minions Cafe does where right. you have to mobile order like once you get to your table or like and then one they bring spot it out to, you. to place an order. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, I mean, I mean, I, I like that better. I don't know if you remember how crazy busy Circus McGurkis would get as far as like people in and out and like it just the flow of people moving in and out that restaurant was just not great. Like it was, well, it just got really busy. Yeah. And like having experienced the Grinch breakfast um, well over a year ago now last not this past christmas but the christmas before Mm -hmm. the buffet was painfully slow uh, slow. just not efficient so i definitely think um it's probably easier for them to do this versus i mean buffets are fine but buffets do require a lot more hands on deck i think you got to be constantly Mm -hmm. making stuff and i would assume it may be a lot more waste of food potentially that's true um, this probably is easier and it is, I mean, that area there could use a quick service because it's, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they have a new menu that they did post. Yeah. So they will have new, um, new foods you can get. So yeah, yeah quick service think, is always good. Yeah. And I think in general, that's not a bad spot to have a place to where like get some drinks, like, you know, your freestyle cups, which I, I think there's a spot over there by there. I can't remember. But, uh, I think they have machines in there. Yeah. Well, I yeah. know they do inside. I was thinking outdoors, but at least inside okay. and then yeah. uh, have food there. So, yeah. I'd yeah. Probably a good move, I would say, on their part. So, uh, all right. What's the uh, next one we got? Uh, Universal Orlando Premier Pass holders will have to start reserving the day that they will attend their free Halloween Horror Nights ticket starting in 2025. 
Okay, this is something a lot of people were, I think the word here is reserve. Mm -hmm. Reservation was throwing mm -hmm. some people here. So basically, now, having never had gone before, and I went last year, I was surprised. I remember talking to you. I'm like, okay, well, you know, do I need to ahead of time, like, get a ticket or do I need a... Because included with the uh, Premier Pass, you get a free Halloween Horror Nights, not, you know, what select nights, but you get the, you get a free ticket. Yeah. And I was like, well, where do I go to get the ticket? And you go, you just show them your AP when you walk in. I was surprised by that because I was figuring this is a very busy event. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Like, I thought that was a little odd just because I figured they would want more to know when more of them are coming. Right. Seems that's the case here. And I don't think this is... I don't think this is a bad thing necessarily, actually. I think this actually could be a good thing in terms of experience-wise. You know, I, I do agree. I think this would be good for having less people in one night of the event. Right, because you just don't know when they're going to come. You, it's just mm -hmm. a guess. I mean, at any day that you can come there, you could have a bunch of APs or not many at all. Right. And just, you know. Well, and also that, you know, you have to think they might limit how many can go. So Probably. So I think that's, that's the problem with some people is they don't like be having to like reserve it because maybe they don't know when they're going to go. Maybe they are, you know, not excited about having the, the possibility of selling out a certain day and then they can't go on the day they want to go. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of yeah. factors in there, just like they deal with over at the other parks at Disney, um, where everything has to be reserved all the time. Universal, I feel like they really pride themselves on not being reservation anything you don't have to make a reservation for the parks you don't have to make a reservation for halloween horror nights you don't have to make a reservation for express pass like it's just like you show up and you're there so i think maybe this is just like one little step toward being more reservation well i don't know if i i don't um now the whole reservation thing in terms of like going to an actual theme park it, you know nobody does that at disney in terms of me, I've always oh, felt I've always felt that's crazy. They the only yeah. reason Disney gets away with it is because they have market share and they have the demand. But and they're huge. Th yeah. I've always said they're and they are slowly getting rid of it. That they eventually would be yeah. forced to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. um, I th I think with this, this is kind of one of those maybe growing pains. Obviously, Universal is growing. Halloween Horror Nights is growing insanely, like immensely growing. And I think like when I the night I was there, it was so busy. And yeah, you can get the Express Pass, but you also don't want to create a system in where Unless you buy the Express Pass, you're just having a, I'm not going to say miserable time. You're just waiting forever in these lines. Mm -hmm. So I don't think this is a bad thing. And yes, there may be some nights that, you know, the APs are sold out. But at the same time, if you're able to go on the night you want to go, you could have, you know, less crowds, have a better experience. So I think this may be a growing pain. Obviously, we will see how this goes. Now, this is not for 2024. This is for 2025. Yeah. So that's yeah. the other thing, too. So this coming one, you still don't have to make a reservation for mm -hmm. it. But I actually think this isn't a bad thing. I know. Uh, yeah. Personally speaking. So obviously we'll see how it goes in 2025. But, yeah. Uh, and hopefully in 2024, you and I will be able to go together, perhaps. Very hopeful about that. My, you know, as of right now, my parents will be here this fall. So, you know, having someone watch the kids will be a little bit easier. Yeah. So that'd be nice. Mm -hmm. but, all right. We got a couple more uh, stories here. Then we're going to move yep. on to our tier list. So uh, starting January 6th, so this past Saturday, uh, Universal Orlando Annual Pass Holders Appreciation Month started, and there's, it comes with a bunch of perks and discounts, and uh, one of those was you had a free retro lanyard, which... <laughs> 
<laughs> I love they do this stuff. I uh, me too. I think it's awesome. Um, I I point this one out because I love it because it looks like it kind of looks like the Saved by the Bell like title card for the episode, where it has like retro, confetti yeah. and like like bright and. 90s colors basically <laughs> late 80s early 90s um so i really like that and they've got some special food that they're doing in certain places extra discounts other places um you can get um some higher hotel discounts too so i mean there's a lot of stuff and and i'll put the link in the show notes for all of that information um but i really like the i really like the appreciation month that universal does so I love, I've said it ever since, you know, we started going to Universal. I love how they treat the APs. Mm -hmm. They really, they, you know, there's, there's the lounge. They're always doing something. There's special entrance, like the back entrance. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's not, and I've always said this too, even talking about Disney, you don't have to do a ton. You Mm -hmm. just have to do stuff like this. Like, Hey, here's a free lane. And like, obviously Universal has the lanyard stuff and like that creates a bit of merchandise Universal could use basically like, Hey, here's some lanyards. And, you know, you get a lounge and you get this, you get that. Like I, I've always enjoyed that. So I yeah. think it's a cool Same. thing. Yeah. Same. All right. What's the next one? Uh, next one is as of January 1st, Universal is no longer issuing paper maps in the parks. This was a little bit surprising. This is all digital. Um, they have, you know, what was once where you could get the maps outside, like when you're in the parks, is now a, looks like a little uh, display that has QR codes where you can scan it to open the map. Um, so yeah. you can find this in the app. If you don't want to scan, you can just go to the Universal app and pull it up. Um, but yeah, no paper maps, which makes me kind of sad because um, this is funny. My mom brought all this stuff from Missouri that belonged to her, you know, from the times we went to Disney and Universal when I was a kid. And one of the things was the opening day Islands of Adventure um, uh, guide map. Oh, yeah. Like in, like I said, Mar- or May 28th, 29th, whatever it was, uh, 1999. And so like we have that forever in in like physically have it whereas you know it's not the case anymore which i know it's not i mean it's not like a huge deal but i like having something physical like that it's a nice souvenir yeah i don't i I don't like this move i know (laughs) i understand that basically everybody has a smartphone i Mm -hmm. get it but at the same time i also don't like i mean what if something happens with the app that day like there's always these Mm -hmm. things that go out and it's never a bad thing to have even if you're your map system is, is a backup. Like I hope they may never, but I hope this gets reversed in some way just because, and also too, for some people, like you said, it's a cheap souvenir, but it's always yeah. nice if you need one. Like our daughter likes to grab maps and look at them, especially for little kids. It can be really good for them to learn, you know, reading a map where we need to go, like a very oh, visual yeah. thing oh, yeah. versus mm-hmm. handing them a screen. So I, I'm not a fan of this. In fact, I'm, I, I actually, like I hate this. I if like I'm being all. honest. Yeah. So, yeah, not a fan of so, this So, I'm wondering, and, and we haven't been to Universal since this this started, but I'm wondering if the, there's people that don't have a smartphone, don't have the technology to use right, to open the maps online, if they actually will have, like, a paper. Even one of, the, like, they, like, the maps they hand out of the resorts, like, when you check into the hotel, yeah. you know, it's just, like, the paper, and it just shows you, like, where your room is and everything. Even something like that, where it's just, like, one piece of paper... And then they can just say, okay, here's where we are. Da, da, da. I, if they something like that. I feel like they almost would have to. That's what I think. Because I, I think if, if not, I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
I only play a lawyer sometimes on TV, but I almost feel like you're <laughs> opening yourself up to like, what if there's some sort of disability where somebody can't and, and see it or whatever. Right. So maybe they're just saying they don't have them anymore because they're trying to cut down on the amount of people wanting them and which yep. I'm sure saves them money on printing them and making them and things like that. But yeah. either way, I'm not a fan of this. I, uh, I know when we go the next time, I'm definitely, I'm probably going to make it a, a point to ask and be like, our daughter would like a map and see what they say. Um, yeah. Boo on this one. I know. I'm Boo. so sorry. All right. What's the uh, last news story we got? Uh, the last news story is that Universal Universal will be building something in the UK. Oi, um, oi. They bought some land about 45 minutes from London in Bedford, England. And they said they are still exploring what to do with it. But it's highly probable that they're going to build something, possibly a theme park. Yeah. I mean... It fits with obviously they have parks in Tokyo and mm-hmm. you know Beijing and they're building a new kid park in Frisco, Texas. So they're yep. they're already yep. they're expanding their parks. So I mean, yep. I, I saw this and I was like, well, like it doesn't it kind of out of the in terms of us right now. Like I didn't have a lot of interest looking into it because obviously I don't live in England. But right. I mean, if you live <laughs> in that area, it'd be cool. And I'm sure, given yeah. it's in England, I mean, if they do something really cool with Harry Potter over there. I would assume well, that would be very popular. The the big Harry Potter Warner Brothers right. tour is literally there. So yeah. yeah, but they're not. I mean, you're also those two aren't going to play nice together though. Well, because that's Warner <laughs> Brothers <laughs> Universal. That's true. I'm but, just saying, like, if you decided that you wanted to take a trip over there, you could all you could go to Universal for sure uk whatever they call it and then just hop over and do the Warner yeah. Brothers tour too. So. But given if they're just now figuring out what to do with the land, I mean, this is probably. I mean, I would assume Years. almost a decade out. You think that long? I, I, well, it depends on how... It, it just depends on where they're at. I mean, obviously, when they bought the land for Epic Universe, they knew exactly what they were going to do with that and really got going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if they're exploring it with this... And, and over there, I will say in England, you do have a lot of different regulations, which can slow things That's down true. a lot. That's so true. I would... I mean, maybe they break ground in a few years so maybe five six years but i mean i would not be surprised if this is something that maybe opens you know if they do end up doing it within like a decade just on timelines but who knows but either way if you live in england or if you want to go over there potentially you could go to a universal park in london in london england (laughs) sorry for the english people sorry i apologize (laughs) i always like to quote the movie from snatch with brad pitt oh it was a dags okay (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen it. You've never seen it? Oh, no. I don't no. want to talk about how now I've not have, seen a movie. Now we have to okay. watch that movie. Right. You know, Jamie, they say the sense of smell is the most powerful thing a human being possesses. Do they? I don't know. Okay. I just said that, but I'm going to go with it. Therefore, you want to smell things that smell good. Sure. I would assume. We can help you do that. At 1901 Candle Company, we make candles that smell good and they're inspired by a lot of the things that you love, like Captain America, Rapunzel, Harry Potter. Loki. He probably smells mischievous, but your house could smell mischievous as well. (laughs) Wizard's Brew, which is butterbeer, basically. So even Mm -hmm. if you don't like butterbeer, your house can smell of it. Sure. Either way, it's a great time. Fall on Main Street. What does Main Street smell like at fall time? Well, there you go. So you got some great scents. And right now, we have a great deal going on. So if you buy three candles, you'll get one for free. So again, 
buy three candles, get one for free. So add four candles to your cart and use the promo code B3G1 and you'll get one of those for free. Plus that order will qualify for free shipping because anything over $49 gets free shipping as well. Plus we also have bundles you can build for yourself and sample packs because obviously it's hard to know which scents you're going to like without smelling them firsthand. And we have a 1901 candle company guarantee. If you don't like your candles, we will work with you to get you a scent that you like so that you are happy. So go to 1901candleco.com today. All right, well, that's going to be it for the news. So we're going to move on to our Universal Studios Orlando ride tier list. So for those that aren't aware of a tier list, <laughs> which I can tell you before, uh, Jamie was not super aware of this. I was aware of this a couple months ago, so clearly I'm a seasoned pro at this. <laughs> clearly, you <laughs> so know what you're talking about. Instead of having like a top 10 or a, you know whatever, you rank them that way, you have tiers. So in this one, we have six tiers. So the very okay. top tier is called the S tier. It stands for super. I'm superb. It, or superb. Mm -hmm. Then below that, you have the A tier. So this one would be like a ride, ride every time. Like this is a ride that you want to ride every time you go to the park. Mm -hmm. Then you have the B tier, which is it's the mid. Okay. It's just, okay. Then you have the C tier, which is skippable. Okay. The D tier is like someone likes it probably. <laughs> and then you have the F tier, which is just no. Just, just no. no, never. I'll never ride it. I suppose you could also put the I've never ridden it here. Um, but maybe for that one, we just go off of like assumption or one of us. I mean, between that, one of us has probably ridden it. I, so, think, I think I've done all the attractions. Yeah. Now, yeah. So that is a tier list. So in this one, and you can go put sorry, you can put any amount of of attractions in each tier. So if you feel like there are just some some doozies and you just, all of them are bad, just put them all in F. Well, but you don't want to do that. I mean, ideally, like, I mean, there probably are. It depends on the type you do. There's probably certain rules on it. I know for most for the most part, most tier lists have like one to three in the S tier. Depending on, so you yeah. don't want, you know, it's S tier is reserved for top, you know, the best, the very, very best, the best, of the, the best. best of the best. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's how we're going to do this here. So let's just get going with this. So the first one. Well, before we start, we just want to make sure that we, you know, that this is our solely our opinion it may not be someone else's opinion, but it is ours. It's, well, it's, it's your, ours it's their opinion now. No. Oh, <laughs> I see how it is, Jared. <laughs> Do we have to disclaim that? I guess we do. Listen, if you want to get mad at us, that's fine. Just send your hate mail to Eduardo at ctm.show. He's our producer. He takes care of all those yep. things. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's start off. So I have a thing up on my screen. Jamie's Jamie's got a thing she's looking off of. Yep. And then if we disagree, I guess we'll come to some sort of agreement. Okay. Because I'll have one. I'll have a, a... We'll take this list and we'll share it. Mm -hmm. So we'll come to an agreement here. So... Uh, the first one we have is, let's do... Do you want to do Superb or do you want to do... No, 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 F. no. I'm doing an individual ride and then we take it where we're going to oh, put it. Oh, okay. No, so I'm just going to name an attraction. Okay. And then we're going to discuss where to put it. Okay. That's how. That's what we're going to do here. Okay, so, that sounds great. The first one we have is Kang and Kudos Twirl and Hurl. Where do you put Kang and Kudos? I think they say that. Uh, Twirl and Hurl. Um, I'm going to put that in D. As in, like someone, someone will like it, um, and that someone is our daughter. <laughs> she, she would ride this. This is this is a uh, this is for kids. This is a twirly ride. This is a this is a uh, a, a dizzy ride, as I like to call it. 
and I, I cannot do these. So. so, yeah, this is, I mean, it's a very basic, like, it's your Dumbos. It it's yeah. goes in circles. Um, I would personally put it C tier just because okay. it's a kid ride. For the most, I know you can't do these, but for the yeah. most part, these are okay. They don't have insane wait times either, which is mm-hmm. nice. And it's one of those things where, you know, even if you're doing it for your kid, like, it's kind of funny. I know you don't. I know you have some bad feelings toward the Simpsons right now, and I'm not the biggest Simpsons fan personally, but You're it does dang have some. Right, I do. In the way it's themed, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would put C. C. Okay. Are you good with C? Fair enough. Sure. Are we putting it in C? But uh, going to C. Okay. Okay. He has a little graphic thing, by the way. There, he's like actually putting it in. So. Yes, this is the <laughs> thing I will share among. So. Okay. All right. The next one we have is Men in Black. Um, I put Men in Black in C. I thought that yeah. I, I feel like this is a repeatable attraction, like as far as like you're going to get a different score every time. It's something you can practice doing um, their strategy to it. And I like the way this ride is themed. Um, it is at the very back of the park. So it's a trick to get there. Um, but, you know, it could use a little bit of a refurb. I don't know if they'll ever retheme it, but if they did retheme it, they could retheme it to something different and it's still basically have the same ride just a different like ip or something you know i don't know if they were would i well i think they would but, at some point given men in black is not like a classic right I mean, people, you but know it doesn't really see a lot of high wait times it so doesn't it's it's you know it's in the middle it's uh, it's yeah so I, skip, I don't have to do it every time you know so one thing i like about this list is like we can change things on the go if we want because this is okay. a live thing that can change it okay. me personally i'm competitive I like mm-hmm. games in which like you get a score and you can do better on it next time. The the ride itself is it's okay. Like it you don't really have targets so you don't really know exactly where to shoot, you know. So that's okay. something I guess. Um off handedly I would put it at B as in mid just because I think it has rewritability personally. Okay. I don't know I mean, how I said that too but I just put it at C. Okay. But that's just but that's fine. So I you're mean, good with putting it B? Sure. Okay. And again, we can we if we decide to change this, we can change this. But I have my list, so I'm not yeah. gonna change my list. I'm just looking at yours too. So. Well, this is our combined list. I know. Okay. I know. Uh, but yeah, I think it has rewritability. So I'll give okay. it some credit there. So okay. all right. Uh next one we have is the Jimmy Fallon. Uh what's it what's it? Jimmy Fallon race through race, New York. Yes, race through New York with Jimmy Fallon. Um, I put this at D. I I, I, I've done it one time and I was like, that's enough. I'm good. Yeah. That's enough. Uh, I agree. I mean, somebody, I guess would like it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it confuses me, honestly. I'm like, like it's supposed to be like cheesy, funny, but it's almost like it goes too far in like trying to be, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's like zany off the wall. Like you go to the moon and you go underwater and like, I get they're taking a segment from the show. If I'm being honest, Conan O'Brien did it better. Ride the desk. <laughs> Conan's were. <laughs> I, want, I want ride the desk. Yeah, New York. if you guys haven't seen that, go look at just look up Conan O'Brien <laughs> riding desks like uh, <laughs> early 2000s, late 90s. It's it's the the best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it kind of it misses for me. I mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest like. I, a, I don't watch the Jimmy Fallon show, so it's already kind of all the stuff they talk about in there. I'm sort of just like, eh. but it does. I guess you can say. A good part about this is like before you get on there, you have all that like 
his, you know, like almost like a museum of late night stuff, like Johnny Carson Do stuff. Do enjoy and that. Mm-hmm. So enjoy I guess that. you have that, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would say D for sure. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, next one here, we have Revenge of the Mummy. Um, I put Revenge of the Mummy at A. I've never ridden this, so I will completely rely on your opinion okay. on this. So this is a very popular attraction, and it is an indoor roller coaster. Uh, it is. It can get jerky at times, but it's like a. It's like a. I don't know. I can say cult favorite, but people love this ride. That's what I say. When it was down for a little bit, people were not happy. No, like it is entertaining. It is. It is fun. It is like there's fire elements. There's Brendan Fraser. There's, I mean, there's stuff crawling on the walls. You go backwards. Like there's a, like a lot to this ride that makes it so cool. And so I really like it. And that's why I put it at A. Okay. I mean, I love the mummy movies. Like the ones with Brendan Fraser. Like what were the three of them? Hmm, I don't remember how many there were. Honestly, I know definitely two. <laughs> I always thought they were really good movies. So yeah. I, yeah. I rely on you. One day I think I will write because this thing doesn't go upside down. No. I might. Wait, write. does I it? I don't think it does. I can't remember. Because there was a ride track. <laughs> there was a ride footage somebody had of it when it was had the lights on, mm-hmm. and it didn't go upside down. Okay, maybe it doesn't. So it, for me, I'm like, okay, I might try this. One I'll day. just tell you where you have to kind of brace yourself so you don't hurt your head because it there's this one part where it jerks really bad, and as long as you're ready for it, oh, you won't get hurt. Okay, I'll have my neck brace ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. The next one we have, and I imagine there's going to be some. Uh, some anger about this, but it's the Simpsons ride. Now, oh. <laughs> some perspective here before Jamie says what she's going to say. What used to be here was the Back to the Future ride, mm-hmm. which is Jamie's favorite movie ever made, which is Back mm-hmm. to the Future. Mm-hmm. So when they removed that, mm-hmm. because they put in the Simpsons area back here, um, I, to say Jamie was mad is an understatement. When we first time we went back to Universal Studios, when the Simpsons area was there, Jamie... I'm not kidding. Wouldn't walk through it. Nope. She had so much anger, visceral anger toward this thing. It wasn't until like our fourth or fifth trip where I was finally like, let's ride it. And, and she wrote it. And I pretty sure a part of you died inside because you hated the entire thing. For sure. So for sure. The Simpsons ride. Mm -hmm. Where do you put it? (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) Um, This is a big fat F for me. I am not a Simpsons fan at all in general, even having nothing to do with Back to the Future being there first. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't watch the show. I don't get some of the references. Um, it just, personally, it just makes me sick. Like the, when I, the first, one time I did it, I was like so nauseous. I was like, I can't, first of all, I can't do the ride. Um, and secondly, it's, again, I'm just not, it doesn't appeal to me whatsoever, whatsoever. Yeah. I know some people write it and maybe I'll put it in D, but I'm also bitter. So F. You are very angry about this ride. Uh, <laughs> it's my F. I'm ride. not a huge Simpsons fan. Like uh, growing up, the Simpsons were that show where you weren't like, you kind of weren't supposed to watch it. And then to me, the South Park came along and I was like, South Park's way more. Uh, but like, what do you than... feel about like as a simulator ride? And well, all that, like... race, well, yeah, that's what I was getting to. So yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the Simpsons in general. Uh, I really like Back to the Future. I mean, it's not my favorite movie ever, but I do really enjoy Back to the Future as well. I think it was way better as Back to the Future. This one is clearly just a retheme over of that ride. I just don't think it works. Like I, yeah, as a, as a, it's not the worst simulator ride, I suppose. But like, I mean, I haven't ridden this for years, mm-hmm. so yeah. I think I will agree with you. 
And I will say F tier just because I wouldn't personally be upset if the Simpsons area went away. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, now, how would you feel in reverse if Back to the Future, the ride, was still in Universal Studios? Where would you put it on the list? Oh, good question. I would probably... I mean, if it's my list, I would put it in A because I would ride it every time. But I think for maybe most people, they would probably put it at B or C just because it's outdated. I feel like now it would be more... So I feel like when they got rid of it, like, you know, things come in waves and like nostalgia and things. I feel Mm -hmm. like now Back to the Future would be like E.T. It would be really popular where people would want to ride it because Mm -hmm. you've seen this resurgence, in my opinion, because a lot of movies are terrible nowadays. Like Back to the Future is this beloved movie because it's a great movie from the 80s. I feel like you'd have a lot more people that would actually enjoy it now versus how long? It's been like 10 years since they redid it. Uh, More like 20. No, I'm talking about like the Simpsons area. Yeah, the the right they took the right out in 2003. It really? Yeah, it, they the it was it would or 2003 or 2007. It was one of those uh, one of those years. I want to say it was 2003. Um the last I think the last time it was open was in Japan. I think it was the the latest it was open. Uh, you're right. Okay. Officially, w- wait. That is. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Twenty two thousand seven. Two thousand right? two thousand eight. Is when okay. It is when it opened. Yeah. But jerks. Anyway, let's move on from talking about this <laughs> terrible ride. All right. Uh, next one we have <laughs> is. Let's do. Uh, Villain Con. Which is the minion minion Villain Con minion blast, which is the newest ride. Yeah. Okay. So, Villain Con, I put it B. Yeah. It's not an every time ride for us. Um, we've we've only actually got to do it once um, since it opened. Um, you know, it's it's a cute it's a cute concept, and we do enjoy it. Our kids enjoy it. Um, there's a few things about it that is just not not like the best, but it's geared more to our kids too. Um, so that's why I put it at B like it's, it's good. Like it, it absorbs crowds and it's, you know, it's enjoyable, but it's not like the best. Yeah. I think it's better than what was there, which was Shrek's theater 3d show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. It's, it's for families. If you mm-hmm. like the minions and, and despicable me. So personally, mm-hmm. I enjoy it for what it is. And our kids like, our kids like it though. I, although the guns are a little heavy. That is like the main complaint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our daughter didn't. So they'll give you a smaller gun, but it doesn't record the score. Right. And she was not about that because she's not like happy. me and she's very competitive. Exactly. So I think the gun, you know, if they could make the gun a little bit more accessible to, especially, you know, I would say 10 and under age group, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. But for what it is, I think it's fine. A lot of people have a lot of disdain for this ride. I personally don't have that. I think it works for what it is. But yeah, I would I would put it for us. I think it's a B, which is like a mid. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, maybe they don't have kids. I could see this being a C or a D. So I could see the perspective of where you're coming yeah. from. I definitely think it's one of those things like when you families sort of like look at this and. I mean, for for us that has a has a family of people that love um, minions. I think that's, I think B is an appropriate place. For sure. Yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, all right. um, Let's move on and talk about Escape from Gringotts. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. 
You're a wizard, Harry. This is in my S list. This is superb. S. This is superb for me. Hundred and hmm. thousand percent. S. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. This is like this is, in my opinion, the best ride in on that side on the yeah, universal ride. Not wrong. I mean, I'm, like it's so. Best. Jamie has her list ahead of time. I'm kind of doing mine on the fly. Oh, okay. So this <laughs> I is kind of <laughs> so what you're getting here is how Jamie and Jared operate. <laughs> yeah. Which is Jamie very much plans ahead, and I'm very much like, well, to see how this goes. Uh, you know, I really enjoy Green Gods, and I'm I'm not a huge roller coaster person, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy Green Gods. Our daughter likes it. I think the theming. This is me working through it all, thinking about it. Actually, the theming on the inside, like the the giant bank you walk through like i think the theming is amazing oh it's one of the best ever on a ride to be Mm -hmm. honest like the goblins in there in the in the bank area like they move around the the chandelier like it all is so realistic so i okay i agree i think i think s tier is appropriate (laughs) for that so i just have to work yeah i just have to work through it but yeah i I definitely and not to mention you do have a giant breathing fire dragon on top of the ride Yep, you sure That's do. That's right there, which is very much in par with the ride. Like, it's part of She's it. She's in the ride, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the theming of it. I mean, the ride itself is is good. I mean, it's a mix of screens and moving around stuff, but it's it's the theming to me that just puts it over the top. Yeah. Which they do that well with, with the Harry Potter stuff, for sure. Yep. All right, uh, next one we have is, uh, let's do Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. Okay, I also I put this one in B as well. I would agree. If you're going to put min- mm-hmm. a villain con there, kind of this one is a, kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's a 3D or it used to be. Sorry, it's not anymore. A simulator ride, and you know it's a cute story with you know Gru and the the girls and about birthday birthday gifts and parties. You got the minions. It's very fun. Our kids love it. So it has the story and it's mm-hmm. silly. Um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a great kid ride, great family ride, and it's the first one you see as you walk into the park on the on the on the left. And I like the theming of the house in the front and everything. Um, I think technically you see Villaincon first, but well, I think technically, is but that, you but the the way the the way the the building is 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 well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you see the entrance towards you, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that whole area, like the the minions, just it's that first little land you see as you keep going straight when you enter the park. Um, yeah, they all I think B is a good place for all of them. Yeah, I agree. I think especially with us a family that enjoys despicable mm-hmm. me and minions. I think yeah. that's a good place to put it. So okay. All right. Here's the next one. Here we have. I'm interested where you're gonna put this. Okay. Hogwarts Express. Okay, so I also put this in B. <laughs> this so, is another B for me. So I put this in S. Oh. Like, I think in terms did. of, if you're a Harry Potter fan, I I don't know how this is not a you have to do. Like, the level of detail, the train, like, I think that, and it's so unique in that it's a transportation system in a theme park that is this highly themed. That's a good point. And you have King's Cross. Yeah. You both, you have the stations. Like it's very, I mean, from whichever side you come in and out of, the theming of it is so impressive. 
and just okay. you know to me i i put it s tier i think especially if you're a harry potter fan even if you're not a harry potter fan i think that you you get something from this but like it's all just i, I and i look at it too as like it's such a unique thing like i don't know i don't think i mean disney does have anything like this no i mean they can't i mean their parks are too far apart right right but even like disneyland i don't think they have anything like that so i yeah i put hogwarts express as an s tier i mean you valid points valid points and it exists in both parks which is unique mm-hmm. um, and it's a genius move to get people to buy park hopping tickets because you can only you, experience you got, this thing you got a lot of good points here. because you have to yeah. i mean so from a pure marketing standpoint it's and everybody can ride it right yeah. and it's not a ride but it's become a you know what i mean like it's technically a transportation system but it's, it's entertaining but it's become an attraction so it yeah. kind of created an attraction out of just transporting you to another park okay i rescind my my bean and i'll, I'll put it for superb i don't yeah i give it right i'm wrong <laughs> I can't what I'm wrong. <laughs> listen fellas i i <laughs> I hit the jackpot. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Just <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we could agree. Okay. All right. Uh, this will be interesting. E.T. Where do you put E.T.? E.T. Um, so let me go first since you've been okay. going. I don't want everyone to think I'm swayed by you. Okay. And vice versa. All right. Where did you, you put it? E.T. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Opening day attraction. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll ever get rid of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm going to put it in B. Okay. Now, I'm temporarily putting it there. I don't think it's below that. I don't think it's skippable. I enjoy it. Our kids enjoy it. Kids enjoy this. The theming in there is actually ahead of its time in the in the queue. The mm-hmm. stuff in the queue, the smell in there, mm-hmm. which some people love. It's not, you know, obviously, if I'm imagining this is what, maybe being on certain drugs is like when you get to the part where he goes you back to his to home planet. planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes they get your name right at the end. Sometimes. I do like that part. Hello. Goodbye, Jamie, <laughs> Jared. I do like that. Sometimes. Part. And then sometimes yeah. they call you, goodbye, Rick, Pedro. You're like, you're like, like, I think those are the people in the other one behind us. I don't think they got the <laughs> names right. But uh, so, yeah, it's a fun game to play. So for yeah. me, I temporarily here, I put it at B, but I could be moved. Okay. I don't think I could be moved down though. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. What's your art? What do you say? I put C. I put C. I think it's. I think it's right in the middle. So why C me. and not B? Do you, do you think it's um, pretty? You know, again, like all the things you said about it being good, I agree with. But um, as it, as you said, like being the oldest ride, like it's there's a lot of things about it that need to be fixed. Um, the, like sometimes like the end at an animatronic at the end just doesn't work. Um, there's the, the, the audio and the actions of like that first part before you start flying don't sync up and that well, bothers me. Yeah. I mean, it um, definitely, I'm not saying this is like top of the line, like, you know, animatronic no. technology going yeah. on here. I mean, I really like this ride, but like, it's not one of those things where I just, I feel like I have to do it when I'm, when I go, like if we do it. It's because, you know, the kids like are like all of both of our kids will do it. And so like, they both we do right. We do write it a lot for them. Um, but yeah, I, that's why I put it like right in the middle. Okay. Temporarily. Could, like, leave it at B if you well, this is our list here. So, okay. You came off, you know, you, this is 
listen, everybody out here, this is how you compromise in a relationship. <laughs> just have a winning relationship. Okay. Um, maybe we'll see. So, I, you know, you moved off of your your Hogwarts Express. So I can move it to see. I see what you're saying. I'm not saying it's a perfect ride. Okay. We if if the wait time on this is over thirty minutes or maybe less than that, we probably wouldn't do this. Right. So Correct. yeah, this is an insanely busy. I think that last time we wrote it, it was a really busy day, mm-hmm. and this was like a forty-five minute wait. Mm-hmm. And we went ahead and waited just because we were going to ride this and then go. And we ended up waiting. It was about half an uh, about half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I'll put what honestly. There's only been one, one other ride in C, so I'll put it in C. Okay. Temporary. I'll put it there. For okay. Now. All mm-hmm. right. Temper. Relationship. That's how it works. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Good job. All right. Uh, next one here, I will have no opinion on because I've never written it. Is a uh, Rip Ride Rocket. Okay, so I put this at C. Um, I unfortunately I probably can't do this ride anymore just because it's I, I me and roller coasters we have a complicated relationship because I really love them, but my my head. My ears, all of that, don't don't like it. Your motion like sickness yes. doesn't enjoy it. I just, I just, it's just really rough on my on my head and my my brain. Um, you know, <laughs> it's it it can be fun and like with the music that 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 plays and the going up the ninety degree angle going up, like mm-hmm. ugh, it's terrifying. Anyway, going around, it's it's fine. It's a fine roller coaster, but. It's definitely skippable for the fact that like I just it, it's too intense for me not anymore. I mean, I'll oh. never I will never ride this. So, OK, I would say for me, it would be a, a complete F personally. Well, but sure. I, it's not my thing. So, well, do you want to put it at D then? Do you want to compromise and put it at D? I know. I mean, I think it's just it just comes down to if you like that type of attraction. Like I'm yeah. not a roller coaster person, so it's just an F for me. But you like yeah. roller coasters. So your opinion on this. would actually. I, re- I like roller coasters. I, I'm not a fan of the theming, though. The theming is weird to me, but what is the theming technically? It's Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. Like it's like uh like it plays like like it's like a rock and roll thing. So it's not like kinda like the Aerosmith ride? <laughs> kinda in, like, I don't know. Studios? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Okay. So I don't know. I put it at C. All right. We'll put it at C. Okay. We can always move these toward the end, but Okay. Uh let's see here. Let's do all right. Where would you put Transformers the ride three D? Well, for us, I feel like it belongs in A. A? I feel like it belongs in A. I do. Hmm. Here's the reason why. Um, it is basically a copy of Spider-Man. Sp- is, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, which is over in Islands of Adventure. And that ride is still like, I feel like one of the best rides in Islands of Adventure still. And it's so old. And they did such a good job with it. And this is this ride is basically the same like track. Mm-hmm. It's just it's basically the same ride. Yeah, it's just a different story and everything. And you guys, you all ride it like every time you go because our kid, our our daughter really likes it. Well, it's gonna first off like I love you a little bit more now because uh, <laughs> I love well, Transformers. Well, the A says ride every time. Yes. Well, we do. We You're ride right. it every so, time. So I love go. Transformers. I love Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. I've gotten in arguments with people in the past over Transformers. <laughs> okay. And I came away correct. <laughs> uh, our kids love op- that Transformers as well. Like our son especially loves Optimus Prime. And associated with this, you have where you can meet Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and Megatron. Outside of the ride. Outside yeah. the ride. Yeah. And they have a gift shop where they have actually really cool 
transformer stuff you can get. Like some of this stuff is yeah. not easy to find that they have in that in that gift shop. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. Okay. I agree. Because we do end up writing this a lot. Because one of the reasons, uh, typically, now if it's really busy, it's a different story. But you can usually get this in under thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. The wait time. Our son, for some strange reason, is refusing to ride Spider-Man and this. He's. I don't. I don't know why. But so our daughter and I usually ride this together. So it's kind of become our thing. Uh. But yeah. I mean, I love Optimus Prime, and I. Yeah. A. It is. Okay. Yay. Good, good job, you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, we are going to include shows as well. But the last okay. ride we're going to do is Fast and Furious Supercharged. <laughs> oh, sorry. You weren't done talking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is I, a- I think this is a universal F from just about <laughs> everybody, including whenever you were asked to do a panel at Universal <laughs> Yeah. And they, I remember the guy said, what, is, what do you think is the worst ride at Universal? And you were like, Fast and Furious. And he was like, yeah, we're aware. Like they basically said something like, we know. So, yeah. which is weird because it's actually a pretty new ride. Yeah. What was it? 2017 or something? Something like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Not the best. Not the best. It's, it's, the concept is weird. It's super cheesy and it is dare it, I say lame. It's honestly where it falls into is cringe. Cringe, yeah. It falls into it's not like awkward and cringy. Yeah, like you can tell. I'm pretty sure Ludacris that, is not there. I was gonna say the pre-show. <laughs> you can tell Ludacris did not film that. Like it, that is a I looks know. like a video game of him. His voice is there. It does. And then like the the people like they have an actor that's in the pre-show, and they in. They just mock the ride as well because mm-hmm. they'll be like, mocking, everybody's mocking right, the whole time. But they'll time. be like, like we're answering a phone call, which anytime you do like a fake phone call is always awkward, right? You know, and they do like it's just weird. Mm. The thing is, this concept back in like the six, eighties, seventies would have been really good. It would have been really cool. People would have ate it up. If I well, if this could be a good concept that they did it well. Uh, part yeah. of it is it's the way in which they do it. Like they took some of these. This is based off of the tr- of the tour out in Hollywood for that where you take the is the backstage tour and then you go yeah, through an area it. and it's, it's like it. yeah. it's a section of that tour that they took. And they, it's same thing with like the the Kong ride or Islands of Adventure. Neither one of those I'm fans of, which is like you have basically like you're in a vehicle and you have screens on the sides, like you're driving. It simulates it. like you're moving. Right. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes you can't see anything, especially for mm-hmm. kids. Like I just don't think this ride concept is a good idea generally. Yeah. So I think the ride concept is bad and it's just cringy. The acting and the storyline is you're going to a party. That's the dumbest. And we're thing all, ever. we're all now we're, now we're family. Ugh. And it's like, Ugh. and then you're like, Vin Diesel is literally like, I mean, I know the movies are ridiculous, but in this one, he's like jumping from a car to a helicopter off of like the things he does. And it clearly is like, it looks like a video game. It doesn't even look realistic. Right, so right, yeah, right. it's just bad. Just battle around. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the shows and, and we'll wrap this thing up. So where okay. would you put animal actors on location? Um, I've done this maybe a couple of times in my life. And I don't know. It's it's very skippable for me. And I just, I don't know. Like, it's not something we ever do. So I put it in a D. 
I would agree. We haven't, yeah. we haven't done it a long time. I mean, it gets, it's fine when it, the way it is. And it's, it's, if there's nothing, if it's like a really busy day and there's nothing else that you want to wait in line for and you need to get out of the sun, go to, go to the show and have some, I mean, we, some maybe we should try it sometimes because our kids, they would probably enjoy it. Yeah. If we sat close enough. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, in general, we haven't done this in a long time. So yeah. A bit of a D. All right. Uh, what about Universal Horror and Makeup Show? And I just want to say, I think we both agree, this is a really funny show. It is a funny show. It's a long show. It is a long so show. So it's a little bit of a commitment. And there's only, oh gosh, like a handful of times every every day that they, they do it. Yes. So it's kind of juicy. Um, and it is the oldest, along with E.T., it's like the opening opening day attraction. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah, like it's it's very funny. Like the actors, like it's really, um, what do they call them? Um, they don't, not scare actors. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of the word. Like just, I guess they're just actors. Oh, yeah, they're just actors. Okay. Like, the names always stay the same, but the act, the people playing them are different. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's the same stuff they talked about, talk about every time, but it, it changes it up based on like who they pick from the audience and, and everything. So um, it is, it is very entertaining. And so, for me though, because it's such a time commitment, it's it's a long show and like you have to kind of schedule one to be there. I put it as C that it was it was skippable for me. Like I don't have to do it every time, but like it's nice. But I may actually put it at B. So I I think it's a B. Okay. Simply like more because than I'm talking about it, and I'm like, I think it might be a B. It's actually. a really good show. Yeah. And if you've never done it, I think it's something that you should experience. I think people a lot of people would enjoy it. Yeah. So agreed. for that reason, no, obviously if you've done it before and things like that, that's a different story. But I think Universal Monsters is something that obviously with Epic Universe that they're going to do more of. So yeah, I, I would say B. Okay. B's a good spot. For okay. It. Well, I, I I amend my my choice. We're then. so we're so agreeable. Look at us. And so we're not. <laughs> I don't know. There's something. I, I think if I really would have like acted like The Simpsons was like a, a sea ride that you would have. <laughs> You would have just quit. You just walked away. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm finishing the list by myself. Uh, all right. The last one we have is the Born Stunt Spectacular. I put this at A. So I agree in A. I mean, it's almost... Uh, it, it, it's such a good show. It almost... It could almost go to S tier, but uh, it's a show. I don't know if it's an S. But it's a show. So I, I agree. It's a... This it is took, a fantastic show. It took us a long time to be able to see this. Yes. For whatever reason, we kept the timing never worked. Because again, it's a show. So I guess I it does it. work against it is you have specific times. Right. And sometimes, depending on how your day goes, it doesn't work. And they, I think the last show was what? like. Usually it's like five. Yeah. It's, it do, it's a, o'clock. Sometimes it's, yeah. So sometimes you get done and you want to go do it and the last show's already happened. So mm-hmm. that works against it. But if you can see this, if you have seen it, I think it's a, I agree. I think it's a great show. Very I, unique. So underrated. Right? Like, I feel like nobody talks about it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is like, when I first watched it, I was like, I really liked that. It's a, it uses a bunch of um, uh, physical effects and special effects. and It's got um, moving screens coupled with... Pe- yeah, it's like the way in which yeah. they do it is... I mean, the screen they have is like the most super HD screen I think I've ever seen, like that giant. Yeah. It's very clear. Yeah, it's hard to explain exactly, but they just... They incorporate all different kinds of uh, medium, if you will, yeah, and uh, make it like you're like you're following Born Jason Bourne around. Yeah, and the thing I like about this is obviously Universal Studios when it first opened was based on like it's a working studio behind yeah. the scenes, getting to the movies. Yeah. So 
I'm I'm not the biggest on like stunt shows, but I think this is one where it's like it's in the in the spirit of how the park was when it opened. It's like behind the scenes. Yeah. Here's how we do yeah. this, and and not really. They don't tell you how they do these things, but you see these things like up close and personal, and just like how you know the choreograph goes and everything like that. And I love the Bourne movies, so yeah, I think a hey, yeah yeah. I mean, if a ride, if a excuse me, if a show could go to S tier, I think it would be this one. Mm-hmm. I I I still think as a because of again the reasons I gave. Oh, I, I completely agree. I and I don't think a show. I think a show. No, it depends on your list. If you're talking shows, I think this would go S tier. We're talking mm-hmm. just attractions and a theme park. Okay. I think it's hard to make an argument that a show goes to the S tier just because it is limited by, you know, the availability of it mm-hmm. and you know everything like that. But yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our list. I think we have a pretty good one. So our S tier. Can I read them? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So S tier, which again, superb, is Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts and Hogwarts Express. A tier, which is a ride every time attraction. The Born Spectacular Show, Revenge of the Mummy, and Transformers the Ride 3D. Uh, B tier, which is mid, would be Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem, Villain Con, Minion Blast, and the Universal Horror Makeup Show. C, which would be considered skippable, would be E.T. Adventure, Men in Black, and Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. Uh, D, someone will like it, <laughs> is uh, Kang and Kudos Twirl and Hurl, Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon, and Animal Actors on Location. And then the F tier, was just just no, <laughs> just no, is Fast and Furious Supercharged and The Simpsons Ride. The one I think we did change on, I uh, thought Men in Black was B. At least that's oh, okay. I sorry, Men in Black is B. I, I Men in Black was mid. Yes, so sorry, Men in Black is mid. So. Yeah, that's something I would change. But yeah, that's our okay. list. So, yeah. did you did you enjoy this, this this discussion? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I didn't realize how um how much we would discuss it more than just a, like a top ten list. Well, I feel like it forces like you if you have a top ten. It's like basically a top ten. Like it, nothing really matters outside your top three. Well, a lot of times where I feel like this forces you to be like, okay, where exactly do you put this? And I kind of yeah. like how it makes you because it, it does create debate. It's like we're sitting there talking about where does, you know, E.T. belong. And it's not that we hate E.T., but it's like, well, okay, we'll put it C. Like B, but, it, you know, it's like it, yeah. it puts different tiers in it. So yeah, I yeah. like that. So. I do. I like this. I, I want to do this again. Well, we will do this again. So okay. in a future episode, we will do uh, this ride tier list for... Uh, Islands of Adventure. Okay. And then, given Jamie has to do a little bit of research on this, but we will do one for the anticipated, what we know about rides coming to Epic Universe. I think that'll be a fun one. That'll be interesting, given how <laughs> it's not well, open. <laughs> that one can also be, obviously it's speculation, but also can sure. be a little bit of education about like, if people are curious what's coming to Epic Universe, mm-hmm. that's a good way to introduce it. Uh, like sure. kind of explain what these rides are. And then obviously what would be really kind of fun to me is like we have that list and then after we experience all those when it opens, we compare how we thought it was going to be versus how it ended up being. Okay. I think that could be fun. Yeah. But that, yeah. So we'll do that on some more stuff. I, I think it's when I mean, you could do this on food. You can do it on a lot of stuff. So Yeah. But hotels. And there, yeah. Well, hotels would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's going to be uh, that's going to be it for the show today. Alrighty. So there uh, will be a video, a YouTube video on the main channel. Uh, I was thinking about doing a ride tier list of this as well, 
So maybe I take our list here. I just make the video there. Maybe the easiest way to do that. So okay. um, it'll be a little bit different from this. But yeah, I'll probably do that there. So be sure to subscribe over there on it's at Cap the Magic. And of course, if you want to watch the video versions of the podcast, it's at CTM Podcast on YouTube. And uh, we also have other shows on the network. So like we said, uh, we have the Disney World edition, which right now we do weekly, which eventually, I was going to say too, eventually we probably will do the Universal show weekly once Epic Universe opens. I feel like there'll be enough news content and things to talk about at that point. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, the Disney World show is once a week. You can catch that. It's uh, on the main channel. Jamie has Trip Tales, which is mm -hmm. her trip report show. Yes. And that is, so you're recording that one this week. I am. And I'll have a new a new one out on Monday. So look for that. Okay. next. Well, yeah, next Monday. And that is a great resource for people planning trips because you mm -hmm. sit down with people who just went on a trip. They took notes during their trip because they knew they were mm -hmm. going to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And you guys discuss things in, in very great detail. I like how you talk about it. Like you, like you listen to it <laughs> i do listen sometimes <laughs> i said sometimes i do you don't watch my videos on youtube sometimes they're so, so long dude <laughs> I, I, well, I read the scripts i remember i, I checked this yeah. anyway we don't have to i mean some of your episodes on trip tales are like three hours long this is so true so, so i i i understand how does it if feel to be to the joe through? rogan of the disney the, the disney sphere oh man that is Please, I, I I don't. I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't know what to say about well, that. One thing he's known for three hour long. I episodes, understand, yeah. but like to compare me to Joe Rogan, that doesn't. Even, that's a that makes zero sense. Do you also? And I reject that. Do you also like to talk about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu quite a bit? <laughs> you caught me. Uh, <laughs> in my in my other Brazilian Jiu Jitsu podcast, I have. Uh, well, cat's out of the bag now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, be sure to also check us out on social media uh, at Captain Magic everywhere. Except for TikTok, we were at Capture the Magic. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.